Saint James. Put more where you said. Talk through the valley of the shadow of death. DJ, teacher, up top. Spin them like a hook cap. All right, what's going on, Up Top Podcast fans? Up top, up top, we say. Yes, sir, up, up, up. It's your boy, Tsunami Tommy. And it's your boy, Steemo. Uh-huh, we here back at it again with another episode of the Up Top Podcast. We trying to be recovering from what's that episode after you want maybe four episode or five? five. Yeah, we're still on five. Yeah, five. Right, episode yep. five. Making so. history. Yeah, man, we making history. So right. back in this one, we got a recap of the finals of what happened. So go ahead and, like you said, share my screen here to show that the Denver Nuggets had, you know, of course, for a Heat fan, I have to say, unfortunately, they don't, they they beat us. 94 to 89 to end up making history, like you said, for the first time ever, Denver Nuggets getting a championship ring. Yes, in so, 47 years, Tsunami. Wow. Have to get it. Have to get in flowers. Like flowers. Have, yep. So, you know, congratulations to all of the Denver, Denver Nuggets fans out there and to Nikola Jokic, who I would say, you know, did a heck of a job doing it because he averaged a triple double throughout basically i think almost throughout the entire series yep of playing in 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 this playoff run he averaged almost a triple double almost every game so kind of have to give it to the man he actually can you know put put in some work for this one so yeah congratulations to them they got it they put their mark and etched their name in history history books for that one oh yeah man definitely like you said tsunami Denver was the better team, uh, you know, especially us being Heat fans. We obviously wanted to see a better outcome. Uh, mm-hmm. It just, unfortunately, you know, Denver really wanted it more. Uh, I just think that overall, man, we still got to see a great finals, you know, a number one seed versus a number eight seed. Like, nobody expected these two teams to actually get to the finals. Um, you know, two great coaches that really – Prove that they were, you know, coach of the year candidates, Bolster and Mike Malone. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man, you know, it came down to, you know, who really had the better team overall. And Denver between Jokic, Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, you know, they had Contavious Caldwell Pope, who also won a championship with the Lakers. So yeah, yeah they had guys that were you know, hungry for it as well. I mean, Miami Heat, you know, we really fought, you know, to actually extend the series to six games. Nobody really thought this was going to go to six. A lot of people thought, okay, Denver's going to beat them in five. But, you know, it really came down to, you know, how we can actually uh, persevere now. Now that the season's over, um, you know, this is going to be interesting off season now that, you know, we see that the Denver is the defending champ. So, you know, sure. they made history. They they mm-hmm. they did what they needed to do. Now we got to see what other team wants it next year. Yes, sir. And speaking of next year, we already can move on into that they that they call NBA draft. So, 
what you think, Stemo? How did how, what what you think? Man, how did the, NBA draft? the NBA draft was very interesting. Now it's funny enough, uh, you know, here at up top, you know, we always want to make sure that you know our teams are getting the right pieces, and mm-hmm. here, you know, we always say, you know, we want to see who's going to be a, the top draft pick, and come to I find see. out, the Spurs made history by actually picking the number one draft pick in this year's NBA draft. They got the draft pick where a lot of people probably thought maybe, you know, another team like the Rockets or the Pistons would have gotten the number one draft pick. But as you can see here, man, it was amazing to actually witness these picks. And uh, man, it just goes to show you that you just never know what can happen in the Spurs. They got the lottery draft pick and they picked mm-hmm. the number one guy. And his name was Victor Webanyama from yes, France. Sir. Seven foot five kid from France. And boy, he can hoop. When I mm. say, if you look at his highlights, I'm sure people are going to look over his highlights, but number one draft pick, seven foot five, 220 pounds. The guy literally is a freak of nature. Like he can shoot threes, he can rebound, he can block shots. Um, he's gonna be legit. He's a game changer, and um, he was the number one draft pick this year in this NBA draft. And you know, moving on, you know, number two, Charlotte got the number two pick, and they got Brandon mm-hmm. Miller. The number three okay. pick was Scoot Henderson, who also um, played in the G League. And he got picked by the Blazers. And then the Thompson twins, who actually are from Florida here. um, Yeah, they were the number four, number fifth pick in the draft, back to back. Just crazy how, you know, you could see during this draft list here, this draft class, a lot of these guys, you know, were really young players, either one and done players or, you know, had experience. Um, you could see further down, you know, Jet Howard, who's Jawan Howard's son, got drafted by okay. the Magic. Okay. Uh, Derek Lively, the second, he got drafted to uh, OKC. And then I believe uh, the Mavs actually traded that pick with the Thunder from the 10th to the 12th. Uh, Grady Dick, who was a phenomenal player for Kansas, is going to the Raptors. So he's going to Canada. Uh, the national championship UConn Husky uh, player Jordan Hawkins is going to go play for the Pelicans. Um, mm-hmm. It's incredible to see how, you know, he actually made history to go now play in Louisiana where his actual, I believe, sibling or I'm not sure, family member, Angel Reese, plays for LSU. And they also made history by getting other draft, um, not draft players, but other upperclassmen picks to play for that school. So it's a a lot going on in Louisiana. Uh, But as you could tell, you know, we scroll down the number 18 pick uh, that the Miami Heat that, you know, here as us Heat fans were expecting uh, his number. His name is Jaime Jaquez Jr. And uh, he's a 6'6 small forward that played for UCLA. And man, if you ever look at his highlights, Tsunami, he's a good, he's a great player that the Heat picked up. I believe okay, he's going to be a great bench player. Uh, he mostly plays 
the small forward, but they're considering him to maybe play the power forward role. Uh, he actually right. has uh, size. He has shooting consistency. He can make the three. He's explosive. Um, you know, Mexican guy. Ready to play. Right, right. Hey, let's see. So, as you can tell, man, you know, all these guys that have been drafted, man, they made history by, you know, putting their name in the draft and getting uh, their names announced by Adam Silver. Um, Chris Murray, who's also Keegan Murray's brother, you know, plays for the Kings, and now he's going to play his twin brother now, that who's going to play for the Blazers. Um, and, yeah, man, the first round, you could tell, man, like all these guys really are – proud that they actually got to get drafted in the first round and then if you go into the second round here you can continue to see how these other guys really just put a name on themselves you know what stood out for me was you know seeing mm -hmm. the depth of these positions you know center point guard shooting forward small forward you know um you could tell it's not just one specific position. Everybody is playing different positions for that. Right. That's what, what the team needs. You know, so I'm saying uh, you could tell, man, Amari Bailey, who played for Sierra Cannon and also UCLA, got drafted mm -hmm. by the Hornets. Right, another uh, one. Uh, yeah, Imani Bates, who um, used to also play for Memphis Penny Hardaway's team and then worked out, transferred to Eastern Michigan. Now he got drafted by the King, uh, the Cavs. Uh -huh. Um, you know, a lot of guys that, you know, you're going to hear names from Isaiah Wong, who played for UM and Jordan Miller as well. They got drafted. Isaiah. Those were guys that were in the final four literally two months ago. And just to hear now that their name has been called into the draft, you can just tell, man, that these guys really, um, are very proud to actually announce to hear that. And it's just like, okay, now that the draft is over. We obviously want to know which team is going to really get the best impact, you know, on, you know, what their players are known for, you know. Um, what do you think, Tsunami? Who do you think really got the best out of this draft? I mean, it depends because, like you said, a lot of these, a lot of these players, they're just coming into the draft. Like you said, they're either they're from the one and done system. So to me. I don't really know if they have that much experience yet to be like, okay, I'm ready for the NBA. Right. Because, because believe me, like what you saw say, like what a lot of NBA players are trying to tell these, these, these you know, these young gentlemen who are, you know, trying to, uh, you know, transfer over is that it's a completely big step. Like it's a whole step that you're taking from yep. what you were previously doing to now being a professional NBA player. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for me, that's 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 my that's my like my little incentive on the entire thing is okay you know congratulations you know let's let's get in there flowers congratulations you made it into the draft you're making history now let's see what you're going to do with it are you going to actually you know etch your name into some history like you know becoming a great rookie maybe getting rookie of the year mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or be getting like you know best rookie of your class you saw saying during this season, whatever you accolades you want to put on it, but now is the time to, you saw saying, set that motion forth. You're right. You're definitely right. And I think that's important right now, especially for these young guys that are literally changing their families' lives. They're making history by going out their way to now 
being able to be an NBA professional athlete, knowing that cameras are going to be on them 24-7 and the limelights of them actually playing a good game, or if they're not playing a good game, the limelight's still going to be on them. And again, you know, this is obviously something that, you know, they're going to change for their lifestyle, you know, being able to be a professional on and off the court. So they're going to have to learn from especially the veterans that are in the game now that have been playing it for so many amount of years. And they're going to learn a lot, especially knowing that, you know, if they're playing for a contending team that wants to win now. And that's the most important thing. They can't just think, oh, yeah, I'm getting this money now and I'm making history by, you know, feeding my family. But at the end of the day, do you really want to ring? Right, because for... Right. For certain teams, it, it depends. <laughs> right. I like that. Very good one. Mm-hmm. It depends because for a lot of teams, like you said, yeah, you know, Victor, who is a, you know, he's a, he's a center. He's a big man. He's also saying, yeah, his, his, his offense has a lot of creativity to it. But like you said, is he ready to, you know, bang with the NBA big man? You right. Saying, with Spurs team now because he says Spurs they don't really you saw saying they haven't really had a chance to be like okay we can make a deep run right to get back to the playoffs or to be in the Western Conference contention you see what I'm saying yeah agree you know especially for that number one draft pick being the Spurs who has history of winning championships you can always go back to Tim Duncan David Robinson Manu Ginobili and also another Mm -hmm. Frenchman Tony Parker uh, they all have won championships with that organization. So for him to now be that next legacy piece of making history to say, hey, I want to win a championship. I want to bring this team to the back to the glory days of when the Spurs were actually right. winning. You know, right. and uh, for him to be in that elite company, man, that says a lot. Um, you know, high, mm-hmm. high expectations are on him as being the number one draft pick, as well as especially knowing that, He's a seven foot five guy. Like we don't see that often, you know, especially in this league today. We don't really see that. I mean, the last guy I think that was that tall was Taco Fall. Um, right. who used to play in the in the NBA, and you know, the, everybody kind of was like, "Whoa, you know, who was going to really guard this guy?" So, right. you know, him coming in this league now. I mean, as a Frenchman, you know, he's going to learn a lot from, you know, again the veterans as well as the coaching staff. I think the Spurs are going to train him very well to take care of his body. Um, But moving forward, you know, he's going to learn how to be a professional. And he's going to have to continue to, you know, make people understand that he's here for a reason. He's the number one draft pick for a reason. Uh, He can do pretty much anything, you name it. This guy literally is that different type of talent. And uh, it'll be very interesting to see how he plays, especially in the summer league that's coming up. You know, here at Up Top, we're definitely going to make sure to give you guys the latest on that as well. Yes, sir. Um, So it's just amazing. But, you know, I think the other teams that really made impact in this draft, obviously the number two pick Hornets, you know, they got two good guys, Amari Bailey and Brandon Miller. Um, Another couple guys that they're going to obviously build around LaMelo Ball. Um, So... We'll see. I mean, hopefully, well, yeah, we'll see because apparently, uh, all over uh, Bleacher Report, they were not happy 
So I'm not understanding what's going on. Hey, if you guys are, you know, if any Up Top Podcast fans are any Hornets fans, comment mm-hmm. in the description below what happened. Tell me what's going on because it obviously seems that you guys are not happy with this pick. So, hey, please help me out. Yeah, we just need to hear from you guys. Let us know again how do you guys feel about, you know, the NBA draft and how, you know, your team actually picked you know the players that you you know felt like it was best for their position now there was a couple of draft picks that you know kind of questioned me um you know especially knowing that all right they already probably have those pieces already you know are they using them to build for the future or are Mm -hmm. they just going ahead to say all right we just want to have them for trade bait you never know right Right. never know You never know. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, I think some of these guys are ready to go ahead and, 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 and defy the odds. They worked hard. They did their part, you know, especially during the draft combine, um, you know, especially for those who actually played well in college, you know, just especially, mm-hmm. you know, with our heat pick, you know, he went all four years in college. And again, right. that shows you the maturity level of, being a professional as well as he he's ready to go ahead and contribute and to make mm-hmm. an impact with the team. So, you know, big ups to, you know, him to be able to be selected. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, us as he fans, we want to see what he's really capable of, just like we want to see what the last draft pick last year was capable of, which uh, Nikola Jovic came out. So it's just, we'll see, man. I mean, I mean, we definitely want to hear, you know, our, our feedback from you guys that are listening and watching us. Um, you know, let us know who you feel like is going to make a big impact. Who do you think is going to be a boss? Let us know. Hey, man, like you said, thank you guys. Thank you, Up Top Podcast fans, for tuning in for this here segment of NBA Episode 5, Making yeah. History. Making so History. Tommy, Tommy. Yes, and it's your boy, Steemo. Appreciate you for tuning in. Up top, we say. Up top. And it's your boy, Sean Spacely. Welcome in. All right, man. Here's another segment here at up top podcast episode five we want to make sure to let you know we're making history you already know making history trying to leave our mark yes sir yeah man so definitely appreciate you guys listening to the last segments that me and tsunami also was actually going again you know dealing with the nba draft recap you know giving you our thoughts and opinions on how these guys are going to you know pretty much progress their skills now into the actual National Basketball Association. So exactly. uh, some of them that didn't get drafted, obviously you're going to have to work their way into an NBA roster. So uh, moving on, we're going to go ahead and right into it, man. I mean, boy, the off-season space has been crazy and it very didn't interesting. It didn't disappoint. I'm not going to lie to you. Some of these people – I was not expecting these trades, let alone the teams that certain players went to. Like, right. it's it's really going to be an interesting season. Now basketball is really going to be 
wide open. Yep, and we talked about the, obviously the finals recap recap with Tsunami, um, you know, with Denver and Miami, and unfortunately the Heat uh, came up short. Um, but yeah, however, um, you know, they are waiting on this big guy that we're not even going to name yet. We're going to oh wait God. later on in the segment to talk about. However, His name man, rhymes was... with fame. We'll just say it like that. His name um, rhymes with fame. We're just, we're just waiting on that time. That's all I, we can say. <laughs> we're just waiting on that time to come and uh, <laughs> see what really goes down. But, however, so many other trades and free agency moves happen, man. But we're going to go right into the free agency part um, as well as the trades. And I think it's important that, you know, especially in the offseason, it's here at up top. We want to let you guys know that. We're not taking any off season. We're gonna continue to give you guys the best every content. Single, every single time that we come on, we're trying to give you guys absolute with whatever sports, all the big talks that's going on and things like that. But we always gotta oh, keep absolutely. it to the top. Yes, sir. So let me go ahead and uh make sure you guys understand these new off off season trade moves. Uh it's been incredible just to see what players actually just went to a different team. And right. um you know, basically, I feel like, you know, the main trades that we thought that were going to happen just completely was 360. So the first trade that I'm looking at here, and I'm sure you guys are staying in on watching us, um, is Boston actually got to trade Chris Tapp's Porzingis. And, I'm just confused. Uh, I'm so confused they, about they, the they trade. pretty much traded him. Um, it was actually a three-way trade. Uh, uh, the Celtics got Porzingis, the Grizzlies traded Marcus Smart, and the Wizards got Tyus Jones, Danilo Gunari, Mike Muscala, and Julian Phillips. So they got a three-team trade, but obviously the main guy that Boston wanted was Porzingis. Which, I, like I said, I am so confused with this because... One, you gave up your current defensive player of the year for a guy that has been still injury prone. We haven't seen Dallas Maverick Christoph Porzingis in a long time. Yes. In Washington Wizards, we were always still focused on who? Bradley Beal. We almost forgot a few games in a row that there was Christoph even over there. Supposedly, supposedly it was one of the options for the Wizards, but I guess they're looking for big men and experience but to give a market smart i don't think that was a good move but grizzlies the grizzlies got themselves a a scrappy defender they got somebody yeah. who is going to come in night in night out he's going to give you guys a solid 17 maybe 20 points but you know his presence on his court's going to help out jock's going to help out their boy um jerry jackson jr it's going to help out all this especially now that dylan brooks is gone yes Yes, and uh, I feel like, obviously, that was a piece that the Grizzlies needed. However, you know, uh, John Moran is suspended, and uh, they obviously needed a point guard to a veteran point guard, obviously, that also has that grit, and Mike Smart has that grit to actually go ahead and have that potential starting position right right away. So, um, you know, until John gets back, you know, they needed an emergency, I would say, piece, and that's who they got. So... Very interesting trade how it started, you know, with the trades. Agree. Um, you know, moving forward, obviously, uh, we see that, you know, the um, Phoenix Suns actually did a three-team trade deal as well. And, they robbed uh, us. 
coming. They got their main guy, who's an NBA A-Rob. superstar, Bradley Bill, and Chris Paul A-Rob ended is. up getting traded to the Wizards, but ended up leaving to go to the Warriors. Which wow. I think was a smart move. He would he would have not go lie to you. Chris Paul would have stayed in Washington. We would be hearing the end of Chris Paul. We we would be we would be calling for his retirement, his final dance, whatever he would want to prepare for leaving the NBA because there's no way we would ever see him again in the Washington market, let alone with Washington basketball. He would just be trying to collect the bag and not even then Washington, I don't even believe would even have enough money to satisfy Chris Paul. That's why I'm glad when he got a chance, he got up out of there and the Warriors, not going to lie, the Warriors, that's a pretty, pretty historical move by grabbing someone like Chris Paul. Cause I mean, you still have a healthy, uh, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson still doing his thing. And then you re-signed Draymond. So, I wonder where they're going with this approach with having Chris Paul being oh, obviously coming off the bench because I don't think he'll start for the Golden State as long as they got Curry nice and healthy. Right. And uh, with this trade, man, I mean, you got to give props to the Suns. They clearly want to win now. Um, you could tell, you know, once they got Kevin Durant last season in the trade, they really – we're trying to get over the top, and that's to get to win an NBA title. They went to the finals right. with Chris Paul, remember? Yeah. Because they needed, you know, a, a point guard to help lead them and to give Devin Booker some slight off of offensive scoring. However, you know, they got Kevin Durant and Chris Paul didn't work out. So unfortunately, yeah, they got a better shooting guard, which Bradley Bill will fit right in to that team um, with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. So, and DeAndre Aiden, we can't forget about him, but it's going to be very interesting how the Suns are going to use Bradley Bill. Firepower. Uh, trade. That's all I see it as, Tar. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. For me, I can sum it up as firepower because like we said, we have three guys that can average 30 a night. So we're oh, talking yeah. about a possible 90 points between three teams and just that, and then, like we said, just to add in DeAndre Eaton's double-double, you could be looking at four, maybe five players combining for possibly 100 points, 105 points a game. If, they, if they're healthy and everybody's doing good, the ball is moving, we're we going to see some exciting basketball in Arizona. That's for sure. Yeah. The regular, yeah. The regular season is going to be fun in the West Coast. I'm telling you, man, like – just knowing that, again, this is uh, what we actually are wit- look, witnessing right now, which is making history. Like, we're seeing teams making history by acquiring players that are ready to win now. And it's like, all right, what is going to happen if they don't win? You right. Know? That's, is it a thing? That's the thing. That's the thing, because uh, we, we never really dive into that. I've, we listen to other podcasts and other people, even professional athletes. They never really go into that aspect. It's you build a team to win. Yes. At the end of the day, you're, you're looking for the ultimate prize championship, of course. But right. what happens if you put all these pieces together and you lose the first the first time going around? 
Because, you know, everyone's just coming on in. Bradley Beal, yes, he's an amazing scorer, but he was an amazing scorer in Washington. Exactly. We don't know what he's going to be like now with two other guys who can do the exact same thing like him night in and night out as well. Sometimes more consistent because we know Kevin Durant is still a lethal, lethal sniper. We know he's still easy money. When he's hot, he's that's easy, 30, 35, 40. We know exactly. that. Devin Booker, when he gets his head in the game and he's focused, he's starting to get off. We know he can give us 34, 40, 45. Like, so it's not just Bradley Beal alone. We have two other superstars now. Can they come together? Can they lead a team now? Do we have three leaders or do we just have three guys on the team? It's a lot of other things that very goes into so. making a championship team. So I can agree with you on that, Steve. Oh, yeah. Good. Definitely Will good point win? there, Space League. Yeah. Will, they, Will win? they win? And that's something we want to hear from you guys as you guys are listening and watching us, you know, especially with these trades that really happened. Did you think any of these teams actually won the trade or any of these teams lost the trade? And I feel like, you know, we are going to wait and see um, how it all pulls out. You know, if these teams are really ready to contend for the title or not. Um, yeah, because is it about chasing back? Right. We have that. Or right. is it seriously about making history? Are you trying to be the next this person? Are you trying to become one of those top 50 athletes that you, as in Hooper yourself, growing up before you even got into the NBA, used to watch, used to buy their jersey, used to get their sneaker? On 2K, that was the player that you wanted to play or lock, or that was the team you wanted <laughs> to play because you that was your guy. But now yeah. that you're here, you're in the NBA, can you do it? Now that we've put you on this team, now that your, your agent got you on your, your favorite team with your favorite player to play with or against, are you ready to now make history? Are you ready to become the next greatest shooter, passer, scorer? athletic ability, and, of course, yeah. ultimately, champion. Exactly. Very good points, basically. So, you know, that's exactly what we always want to make sure that, you know, our uh, latest stories, especially on our social media page, are showing, you know, time and time again that we're making history each and every day, seeing a new uh, update that's going on in either in the NBA or any other sport. Um, but, yeah, free agency has definitely been – kicking in. I just feel like right now with the trades, it's like one name we come to mind right now that we're still waiting on. And uh, it's none other than our uh, Portland Trailblazer guy by the name of Damian Lillard. And uh, I'm sure everyone has still been talking about uh, him in the media right now, like discussing how he can be able to get traded. And my thing is, we obviously heard the breaking news, basically that uh, he was requesting to get traded from the Portland Trailblazers. Now, Damian Lillard has been loyal to Portland. I must say, for about eleven seasons, God knows how long. Been, right? Uh, NBA All Star has been a top seventy-five anniversary team Olympic gold medalist. He has actually gotten all the accolades except for an NBA championship ring. Right, right. But now my um, thing with him, Steve-O, is yeah. are you a champion? That's my question. We, I know what he can do as a regular season player. It's like, don't get me wrong. 
is Damian Lillard we're talking about. This is a phenomenal, I mean phenomenal guard. Top five, top three in some people's list, PG of all time, currently active in the league. Arguably. Can't hold you there. Can't hold you there at all. But now, is he a champion? Does he have what it takes to take Miami with the help of Bam and Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra? Can you help us get back to where we once was and win? Because we can get there, as you can see. We got there. We got there without you. So it's not like it's not possible for us to get there. But we want We're missing a key piece to win the championship. Are you that piece? We're doing all of this. We're dancing. We're making all of this, you know, theatrical stuff. You're telling Portland you want to leave and your destination is us. You want to come to us. Perfect. We want you. Don't get me wrong. You want us. We want you. This is perfect. Match made in history. But slight problem. Portland is control of you. We got to now dance with Portland and you're not giving us anything to dance with Portland. So what what can we do? What is what is what is there to do? Can, I mean, help us help you, Dave. Please. We, we Please. just have to figure out what this man actually can do to help himself get out of a slump. He's been literally trying to bring his team to the playoffs every single year. And you know, as you can see here, uh, you know, as I'm sharing the numbers this, don't lie. Uh, this man has really been one of the top scoring guards uh, in the last 10 to 15 years of the league right now. I mean, it's it's incredible to see how him and, of course, one of the greatest shooters of all time behind him, Stephen Curry, um, has been doing this time and time again. It's just obviously Stephen Curry has had teammates that wants to win. Damian Lillard hasn't gotten Right. But pause it here, Star. Before we go any further, pause it here. Here's the difference, though. Yes, as we can see, if you can go back on the video, we can go back to the list of people that Damien uh, accompanied. Now, here is the difference where mm-hmm. I'm going to make my make my point. He is up there with the likes of Steph Curry. He's up there with Michael Jordan. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, he's up there with Dominique Wilkins, right? Yep. Now, here's the problem. Unlike Damian Lillard, everybody I just named is an NBA champion. Correct. They own a ring. Some, multiple rings. Now, i.e. Michael Jordan, of course, Stephen Curry. Now, they are champions. Right. Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Dominique Wilkins. All NBA champions. Guys who have taken their ability to score the most points per game at that age... Yep, but have rings to back it up as well. Each yep. one of these guys here, starting from Dominique, we can go as early as his 92. Dominique is an NBA champion. Dominique has an, uh, a ring. LeBron James has four. Michael Jordan, six. Steph Curry has four. You join great scoring company, but the reason why I can't give you the elite tag like these names up here is because these guys are champions. Are yeah. you a champion, Damian Lillard. If we can acquire you, if we can figure out a way to satisfy Portland's needs, are you going to be the championship piece that we need? Yeah. And I think at right this point, you know, it, it's really a waiting game because 
we know obviously that he's a great NBA superstar. We know exactly what he's capable of doing, especially as you can see the stats here. The man has literally been hooping lights out, especially as he's getting older. And it's just important for us to, to see the greatness in Damian Lillard. If he actually decides to say, hey, like, all right, I pretty much played my best basketball in the city of Portland. Now it's time to go ahead and find a new team. And if Miami Heat is the front runner right now, which that's the team that he's been requesting. He said it. He, he demanded that. He said it was us. We are his target destination. Yeah. yeah. But my thing with him is if I, if I were in Dame's position as, as the player that he is, Kevin Gar- Kevin Garnett is someone I think I would reach out to after the recent podcasts that he's been putting out on social media. Kevin Garnett, out of most players, if anyone, you should talk to about being loyal to one team. Yep. He okay. gave his whole career, Steve and you can attest to it too, growing up watching the game, to the Minnesota Timberwolves. His entire career, we can say, basically, he was a Timberwolf from start to finish. But he noticed that he was not getting what the same thing Damian Lillard is going through right now. Players that want to play on a team he's loyal to. Yep. One day he gets the call. Boston says, hey, we're looking to put you on our team and we're looking to make history by going to the championships and winning it all. And what do they do? They create history by dethroning Kobe Bryant and taking that championship back to the East Coast. Yep. He did that spacely. And that's why it's like, all right, you got to understand, man, like you can be loyal as long as you can, but now he's realizing that Portland is just not there. And, you know, as the trade uh, deadline or whenever the finalization of trades are going to happen, it's more like, all right, the Heat really want to see if the Blazers are really ready to go ahead and give up their their best player. Exactly. And, uh, it's important right price. now. Yeah, and it's important right now to know that if Portland clearly does not want to take Miami Heat's offer, um, who are they going to trade him to? Which other team has the ability to go ahead and say, hey, we have the pieces. We can go ahead and decide that we can give you what you're looking for, plus maybe extra things. However, are they ready to take on that contract as well? A lot of teams don't have the money to take on Damian Lillard's contract as you've seen it in there. So it's a lot that's going on where they possibly do need a third or fourth team to make this trade work. And clearly the Heat are the front runners, but you guys let us know what you guys think. Do you think Damian Lillard will actually join the Miami Heat and make history on being a NBA champion with us as his first ring, as LeBron did it for himself? (laughs) Or... Is there going to be a third team that's going to come in and try to stir up the whole pot just to make things more interesting? Because I can agree. Which team, though, up top podcasters, listeners, which team would you like to see get involved in this dance for Dame Dollar? Who do you believe oh, has what it takes? It's time. <laughs> that's all I got to tell Who you. Do believe? Who do you believe has what it takes to create Dame time? And, you know, let this thing afloat, because like we said before, he is interested in the hometown. But yes. at the end of the day, 
who else is willing to help jump on in that wants something from Portland? All or right, from us definitely. for that matter. Absolutely. And uh, we definitely want to hear some good feedback from you guys just to let us know your thoughts about this trade. It's a long process. We don't know when it's going to actually officially happen. So in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and wait and see and give it time. But, you know, obviously we would love to see our hometown heat make history and actually acquire him uh, in this trade. So, yeah, man, this has been an interesting, obviously, offseason. I would say, you know, we really want to get into other these other trades and signs um, a free agency that happens basically. And I'm saying, man, like all these signings that happen, a lot of extensions with some guys. It's just oh, it's been incredible, oh, especially for going into the month of July. Oh, yeah. Let me get my screen up for you. So you just, that's a, just a taste. This is just but a taste of what it for. Like, for example, Rudy Gay is now an uh, Atlanta Hawk. Wow. Like we said, we mentioned earlier, Christoph Porzingis via three-team uh, three, ta- uh, three team trade deal. You know, LaMelo Ball agrees to a multi-year extension because we know the Hornets need him. He is he's one of the faces that we were talking about, one of the big names for a team that he is loyal as well. But he's mm-hmm. young. He has a few more years on his butt before he's going to decide if he's serious about being a champion compared to Damian Lillard. You have been loyal for 10-plus years, yet you have not only not brought another superstar to your team, but you have yet to maintain or even bring a championship mindset towards the city of Portland. So how are you going to adjust that now? As we can see, the Heat has made a deal with Cleveland Cavaliers, and now they have gone with Max Struess. So, Max Struess, we enjoyed your time with us. We hope you do well in Cleveland Cavaliers and progress with your career. All the best. We go with the Dallas Mavericks. As we can see, at first we hear a lot of noise, a lot of, you know, tidbit. But the Dallas Mavericks did decide to go back with Kyrie, and he's returned on a three-year deal. So, as we can see, a lot of guys, including Draymond, how do you feel about that, Steemo? Not only did they bring him back, but he has a four-year deal back with his long-term team. Man, you gotta tell, you gotta say the Warriors are making history. Like they're keeping their main guys that have brought them championships, and Draymond has been that guy that has shown time and time again. He may not need to do all the scoring, but he can do so much other things with the game of basketball. His IQ level was up there, and and it was only right for them to reward him and keep him there for the rest of his career. So I got to give them the props. They made history and kept their main guy. Uh, So shout out to them and also acquiring Chris Paul. It's crazy. I'm not going to lie, but these two teams right here, I had to pull Mm -hmm. up and stop because of the names that I'm going to mention. Dylan Brooks, he got the bag. I don't care what no one tells me. He secured the bag from Memphis. He did what he had to do and let the NBA t- the NBA world know, yes, he may have been the reason why LeBron sparked up and made it to the playoffs, but at the end of the day, <laughs> he never backed down from his villain role. But an interesting new face in Houston would be Mr. Van Fleet, and he's agreed to a three-year uh, deal as well with them. I think it's going to be exciting to watch some Houston basketball with these with these new guys coming on in. But it looks like the Knicks 
wanted to free up some new space and try some new things because they gave their draft Obi Toppin over to the Indiana Pacers. Oh How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that, Steemo? I mean, clearly, obviously, the Knicks are trying to make sure they stay relevant. Um, you know, Obi Toppin clearly was a nice piece for them, but, you know, again, they want to make sure that they get guys that are ready to win. So I get it. You know, Tyrese Halliburton clearly wants to see what he can do now that he got his bag as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting with a lot of these extensions as well as a lot of these guys that are wanting to go on teams that have the competitiveness in them. So we'll see. All right. So up top podcast listeners, tell me how you feel about your team and the type of trades and who they picked up, who they waived. How do you feel? Do you feel like your team took a dub or do you feel like your team took an L? Because we know a lot yes. of teams made different spins. As you can see, even our team, the Miami Heat, we let some of our undra- uh, undrafted uh, players who now became NBA players. Amazing oh, yeah. uh, season that they had with us. They've Absolutely. moved on to respective teams. So shout out to them. Y'all hold us down as Heat Lifers. Mm-hmm. Respect you guys for holding us down. Good luck to your careers. We hope to see you guys next season on the floor so we can play against you and see how you guys develop in the NBA. Yeah, we're definitely going to miss Gabe Vincent, you know, who decided sure. to go to the for Lakers, sure. as well as you said, Max Struess. Uh Those are were key guys that we played, we had in the last uh, finals run. And, uh, you know, we wish them the best. You know, they decided to go ahead and, uh, you know, collect what's theirs, man. They worked hard for it. Uh, so, definitely. Uh, we ended up getting making history by <laughs> returning rookie two, which was yep. Josh Richardson, actually rookie one. He was... Uh, a former Heat player. Now he's back with us. So it's going to be very interesting how he fits back into uh, Miami Heat basketball. But overall, at least, you know, like you said, a lot of different trades and transactions, man, still going on to this day. Um, We just don't know what's going to happen, you know, once the season starts. You know, guys may still get traded before the season starts. So, um, you know, up top podcast here, we're going to always keep you up to date and let you know what's going on the latest you know we always follow our news from you know our our credible resources <laughs> we're not going to say names but nope. uh, we keep we them wanna, up we want to keep it up to the fullest man so uh most importantly we thank you guys for uh you know taking the time to actually watch us and listen always, uh, to always. our free agency period as well as our um pretty much trade transaction period so you know we want to go ahead and get into our last segment um you know nothing but positive energy positive vibes you know we oh, always bring you the latest um and that's nothing but our motivational quotes you know we're always making history here here at Pop podcast whether it's we you know always present you with great positive feedback at the end of these podcast episodes and we just always want to make sure that you understand that we want to continue to keep you guys inspired so mine will start with, you will face many defeats in life, but never let yourself be defeated. And that was by Miss Maya Angelou. And I resonate with that always for everyone. All the time, we're going to go through things in life, especially tests, a lot of battles. Some of them we may win, some of them we may lose. But the ones we lose, don't let them make you feel like a loser. Because at the end of the day, losing is not always a loss. We can always learn mm. from what we do lose. So once we win, we remember how to win. 
I love that one, Spacely. Definitely, that's a great motivational quote to keep you inspired, to keep you going, to start your day off with positive messages. Um, you know, we obviously here to keep you guys inspired. And I have a quote um, that, you know, will keep you always going. Um, and it's actually a great quote that I actually know about success, you know, because here we always want to continue to achieve success. We're making history. Um, and it's a quote by pretty much John Wooden, who was a former uh, coach, college coach. Uh, he said, success is a peace of mind which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you made the effort to become the best of which you are capable. Um, it's just self-explanatory. I really think that, you know, especially as an athlete or even if you're not an athlete, you want to have that peace of mind being successful at what you do. So exactly. whatever you guys are doing out there, whether it's not even, uh, playing basketball, but if it's actually doing a, a, a hobby or a passion or even a, your career that you're in, keep doing it. You want to have that peace of mind to see this, the results. And uh, that's something that we want to continue to keep you guys inspired on. So thank you guys for taking the time to listen to that and, and watching us. Appreciate it. Uh, always. Doing that. So, man, we are just continuing to make history. Episode five is... Episode five, is moving on up. Here. Making history on oh, yeah. to the next. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, we want to go ahead and end this with some good shout outs. We want to shout out, you know, Glenn, our fam, you know, oh, everyone out there. Uh, that's shout always taking family. time to support us, loved ones. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to, you know, Tsunami, who couldn't be able on this one, but right. him out as well. Appreciate um, it. Always holding us down. Oh, yeah. Always, man. Uh, any shout-outs for you, Spacely? Of course. Shout-out the family. Shout-out Mom Dukes, Pops, the wife. Shout-out the son. Always got to keep them up first. Every every single step of the way, they, they keep it up top with us. Got to keep it up top with them. Of course, man. Of course. You know, again, shout-out to those who actually follow us on also social media, you know, especially yeah. on our IG page. Appreciate you guys. More, we got more content dropping. So we appreciate you guys taking the time and uh, results. Uh, follow us on the updates with the news and the stories, as well as participate in any of the questions that we ask. You know, just keep the content going. That's what we're going to do. So shout out to y'all. And uh, again, uh, look out for episode six that's coming out soon. So yep, yep. look forward to uh, Go ahead and hopefully give you some breaking news. <laughs> uh, exactly. For Look forward to it. Six. Um, so, you know, here again at Up Top Podcast, we appreciate you guys taking the time to watch and listen to us. Uh, stay tuned for more and more uh, feedback. Uh, we look forward to hearing from your feedback as well. And, uh, you know, we're going to bring it to the top. You're done new already. It's your boy, Steve. Done new. And it's your boy, Sean Spacely. All right. And we out. Up top, we say. Up top.